Hey, Lee, should I brand or expand? That's a great question. We will answer that on today's episode of The Williford Brothers. Welcome back to another episode of The Williford Brothers. We are your show hosts, Luke and Lee Williford. We're excited to be with you today. Another great question to answer. We get a lot, should I expand? But they hardly ever say, should I brand? Yep. So, should I brand or expand? Yeah, this comes from David up in Indiana. Hey, David, thanks for watching, buddy. Um, that's a great question. So we have talked about the importance of branding before on this podcast. Um, as you know, your favorite items, whatever it is, coffee, uh, loungewear, beer, whatever it is that you buy and spend money on, there are people out there who have worked diligently to create a brand that you recognize and memorize. I have two young girls and before they could read, they knew what McDonald's was. They knew what Chick-fil-A was because those people have worked on creating brands that are easy to recognize and remember. And so that's why we want to create a brand, something that uh, people associate uh, a, a need that they have being fulfilled and then doing it pretty excellently. So the question is, should you spend your efforts on creating that brand before you expand, or should you continue to expand before you have all of your multi-stores branded the exact same? What's your advice? (laughs) My advice is to brand first. And not only just branding. By branding, you mean, you know, not coffee shop, Starbucks. You know, Mm -hmm. you put a coffee shop on a corner, it's going to do $200,000 a year. You put a Starbucks on a corner, same thing, coffee shop, but it's branded, it's marketed properly, it'll do millions of dollars. Same corner. Why is that? Because branding is extremely important. People associate good coffee, good customer service, quick drive-through with Starbucks. That's why you go. And as a laundromat, that's not necessary, right? That's what a lot of people say. Mm -hmm. That's not necessary. My customers don't need that. You know, I hear that. And it that's all, old school It makes thinking. me vomit. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, that's why you have 100 customers rather than 35,000. Yep. Um, so, yes, yes, brand before you expand. And you want to, everybody wants to expand. Well, what are you expanding? That's, if you don't know question. exactly mm-hmm. what you're expanding, I talk to people, that one's going to be like this, and this one's going to be like that, and that one's going to be like this. Well, your staff don't even, you can't even train them. You can't take them to one location and say, this is what we're going to duplicate everywhere. Um, so your color, from branding, we mean, you know. A name. A name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, start simple. Yep. Colors. Name, I always color say, scheme. Mm-hmm. I say pick three colors, black, white, and another color, or whatever you want to do. And there's plenty of like free things online that you can type it in and it'll give you a graphic or you can pay a hundred bucks and yes. get a logo like and you that. Yes. And you just take it down to the print shop and it's not going to say coin laundry, please. And don't say anything that doesn't have laundry mat. So if I say, you know, wash center, even that doesn't, yeah, it's got to have laundry mat, in my personal yes. opinion. And you know me, I like to add the S on Plural. it. Because yeah, I've that. never met anybody who wants to own one laundry mat. You watching this, you are not, if you don't have any, yeah, you want to own one right now, but you really, in the back of your mind, want to own several. Yes. And those who have a couple, two, three, seven, ten, fifteen, 10, 15, whatever laundries you have, if you're watching this and you, you say, well, I got a bunch of laundries, but they're all different and you know, there's no, why would I invest, go back and invest in, 
improving them. Am I going to see a ROI on that, Lee? Yes. Hands down. Okay. Down. How? Okay. Well, consistency is the biggest. If you serve uh, a market that is pretty dense, I'm not talking urban, I'm just talking about a dense market where people travel from one side of town to the other. If you have created a brand that is consistent in, in name and in color and the level of service that you're payment serving system. your customers, the type of payment system you ex, uh, that you receive, especially if they're interconnected so that people can pay mm-hmm. at one and then also maybe a week later if they're across town can pay at the other. Those things add up into my two favorite things in this business, and that's uh, net profit and positive cash flow. So those are the two things that will be greatly affected uh, by having really good branding and uh, as part of your, your operations, your overall operations, because people will connect with your brand, they will trust your brand, yes. and then they will begin to recognize that you are the person who is going to dominate their market, their neighborhood, their community, their town. Um, and so in the future, as you're building more and more and more, that brand starts to create a huge powerhouse. And mm-hmm. before you know it, you're, you're 10 years in, maybe six stores in, and you got a pretty good lifestyle going on. Absolutely. Yeah. And, it, and it's because you decided, like Luke said, those three colors, a good name, laundromat, because when people Google in your town, you know what they're Googling? Laundromat near me. And if your name does not include laundromat, you're probably not getting picked up in Google's SEO. Uh, so make sure you do use that number, that name, especially plural. I love it. Luke, Luke has been the father of that. Make it plural because we want you to own multiple. Yes, and your customers want you to own multiple because they want to have that good experience on the other side of town. We buy stores and, mm-hmm. and uh, renovate them or build a new store, and they're like, man, we need one over on the other side of town. And what do we do? Yeah, we end up eventually having one on multiple sides of towns. There's several uh, cities where we have almost 10 stores in probably a 12-mile radius or something like that, mm-hmm. which uh, customers love that, and they're using us. 10 out of 10 times using the laundry. Yes, especially with the payment system because they have money that's dedicated to our brand of stores. They literally have a card in their wallet that has our name on it and their hard-earned money on it, and they're going to come back to us instead of to our competitor across town. Yes, and that ends up being how you get that net profit and positive cash flow Lee was talking about more yeah. customers. You're going to not only have more customers, you're going to have customers Increase that are spend per customer are going to spend more money because they trust you. They know you have a website. They know you have a name. They know you're legitimate. The walls are painted consistently. Even if it's just one location, start with that one location because we want to get our model Own down. In your model. That's right. Yep. Get your model down before you scale. And then once you have the model down, then you know the players and the roles and the colors and the equipment that it takes, and then it's much easier to duplicate that model. Yes. Uh, but you've got to have your model down. I find a lot of people who I consult with, um, they are wanting to expand, but they don't know what they're expanding. Mm-hmm. They don't even know what services they're going to offer because each location that they currently own has different services for different reasons. Mm-hmm. And, and it's usually because of status quo. They, they bought a store, and this store had pickup and delivery. This store had wash, draft, fold. This store is just self-service. And so because it is what it is, they haven't made yeah. any changes. Attended, unattended. Yep, exactly. Um, you know, we just 
follow how it was. This one has concrete floors. This one I painted the floors. That one has, you know, wood, whatever, you know. But the other thing is they don't want to change. And why don't we want to change? Because Changes. of fear. Yeah. But what if Costly. I take the pickup and delivery away? I'm going to lose those customers. Oh, my goodness. Well, actually, you're probably going to make room for more self-service customers mm-hmm. or vice versa. If, if, if you want to be all wash, dry, phone, pickup and delivery, focus on that. Get mm-hmm. your model down. Know that customer. You don't yes. have to have our model, but you have to have a model. Yes. You, you can't run a diversified company. Uh, if you can't even run a non-diversified company. I think a lot of people in our industry don't see it that way. They see, oh, well, I need to do self-service, wash, refold, pick them in delivery. Well, each of those is its own uh, customer base, primary customer. Each one is its own business model. And so that, that you are running a diversified entity. And to do that is, is pretty difficult. Um, it will take a lot more bandwidth, a lot more resources, um, and you are making some trade-offs that are, is, I'm sure, costing you energy and money. Right. Well, yeah. they bring in revenue is what I always get. Well, yeah. they're, ma- they're bringing in money. Well, we don't often look. They're, they're, taking, they're bringing in revenue, but they're also taking your time. They're taking space away from your store. They're, they're, they take vans to do pickup and delivery. It takes logistics. It takes mm-hmm. more labor. At the end of the day, is there really ROI on uh, what what you're doing? If there you is, to, great. Yeah. But let's focus to answer on those questions. Uh, what is bringing that ROI. Yes, and then brand it. And then brand it. Brand the snot out of it. Yeah. Do not call it pickup and delivery. <laughs> you know, call brand yes. it. Whatever yes. it is, brand Give it. it. And there's even successful name. companies out there that are now branding it for you. Yeah. Sense you can and, outsource uh, it. That's right. If know, if that's uh, your your niche. Happiness and different ones. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, Pick your flavor. There's a bunch of them out there. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. But uh, and we don't have experience with them because we don't offer those. So it's not like we're endorsing anybody. But they are out there, and I'm sure some do it better than others. If if that's your your gig, uh, then do the do the vetting yourself. But whatever it is, make sure that they respect your brand, uh, whether they're um, white labeling something so that you can easily apply your brand to it. That's a very important aspect of all of these outsourced companies. Some people, they want to put their name on it and make their brand well-known to your customers. Mm-hmm. And you want to be the dominant brand name in your market across all of your units, whether you're full service, wash, threshold, whatever it is. Make sure your brand is, uh, that you have control of it and that you are ingraining that brand into the minds of your customers so that they grow to trust you and that yes. they're where you come. You are where they come when they uh, have a need. Yep. And for, even for our podcast, we branded the Williford brothers to serve laundromat and potential laundromat owners, mm-hmm. but our customers, they don't care about that. They know the wash house laundromats. Mm-hmm. If you say that in communities around North Carolina, they recognize that and that's important to us and that stand they have trust in that they you know refer their friends to that yeah you know and we get so many testimonials um but we're constantly in the offices next door making sure that we are serving angela and all the different people out there who are our customers on a daily basis and Mm -hmm. it's around the clock yes you know Mm -hmm. um but you need to Make your laundromat not famous on the on the Facebook forum. 
not famous to your friends who don't use your laundromat. It needs to be famous in your community for serving, for loving, for giving, for generosity, mm -hmm. for the kindness, customer service. The bar for laundromats is set right here at the very bottom. Exceeding our customer's expectation is so easy. Yeah. We, I mean, if you own a, a steakhouse, everybody comes in and the expectation's here. But owning a laundromat, the expectation's here. So exceeding it when they walk in, blowing their mind away and easy. is easy. Do the little things. Have it clean. You know, paint it twice a year. It, it's it, These are pennies. These are little things that nobody really pays attention to that mm -hmm. are so important. Yes. And they create your brand. And even if you don't have a true brand... You have a brand. That's right. Yes. <laughs> you have a reputation. <laughs> like a reputation, exactly. And yep. we're saying branding, but really what we mean is brand reputation. Mm -hmm. And if we're not uh, intentional about creating a positive brand reputation, a negative brand reputation will automatically. That's the default. That's the default. Mm -hmm. That's what's going to happen. Yep, exactly. That's good. So let's say somebody has two or three stores. They have spent the last six months uh, creating a, a brand identity, colors, names, signage, where they can, uh, redoing all of their, their Google listings, Google Maps um, listing, their Facebook page. They've got it all branded. When should they expand? When should they expand? Mm -hmm. To another, They have three locations. They're yep. branded. They know their model. They should expand when they have the resources and the opportunities there. Yep. So, Once they've cleared that branding hurdle. And all three stores are profitable. Yep. They should uh, expand when the market allows for them to expand as swiftly and as close in proximity to the other three locations as possible mm -hmm. to do that market domination like we spoke of. Yep. Because there's so many economies of scale when we're when we're growing a chain and it's close in a in a market. I yeah. get a lot of a calls and I've got two stores here in this city and there's one three hours away. You know that doesn't entice me, especially when there's still growth potential in the current market they serve. Mm -hmm. Well, no stores are for sale. That's okay. You can always build out laundries. You can wait. You know there's there's all types of different different things yep. um, to do, but. When you have the resources, you can't expand without the resources. But make sure that you are uh, have, if you will, a, a growth account and make sure you're paying that. If you're paying yourself all the uh, profit out of your three laundromats that are successful, you have no strategy for growth. <laughs> yeah. um, and, you know, when you go to, to the financing partners, Eastern Fund and Dexter, you know, Alliance, they all have uh, lending partners, but mm -hmm. they need to prove that your business model is making money. And if you can do that, they will finance there your, to, yes, you know, 80%, 85%, you know, even 100% once you've proven yourself. Yeah. And, and, you know, it takes time to prove yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, that yep. first store, we had an episode earlier uh, a few weeks ago on, distributors you know even your first store with that distributor your first call to that distributor is is not going to be you know once you've proven yourself you know you're like a cold lead he doesn't know if you're serious or not but once you've proven yourself to him that you're going to buy it's the same with your customers once you've proven that you're going to serve them well at one store and then you do it again and again same with the with the lending partners once you've proven that you're going to pay and you have a business model that's sustainable they're going to roll out the red carpet for you because you're the type of person they want yes, to grow with the client they want as mm -hmm. you grow they're going to grow 
and they want to continue to do that. Yep. Um, we talked earlier, our banker called earlier, you know, about uh, an, uh, something we got going on. And, mm-hmm. you An know, expansion. Yeah. They're wanting to, um, to, to continue to work with us yep. because we've proven that model. Um, but not saying you can't expand, but we highly recommend that you brand before you expand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and opportunities crop up. You know, if, if you make a decision, okay, this is the brand I'm going to go with. These are the signages that I need. This is the paint I'm going to go with. Um, you know, maybe you're going to replace your floors and a laundromat opportunity comes up. And like Luke said, you have the resources, you have, uh, the, the capacity to acquire a store. Don't, don't look back and say, well, I didn't buy that store. Cause y'all said I needed a rebrand. No, pursue an opportunity. Definitely. Yes. Especially if you have those resources, but continue on your branding path. Mm-hmm. And if you close on the purchase of that, uh, store acquisition, pull that right into your branding plan mm-hmm. uh, and make sure that it fits into that market domination strategy because that's how you that's how you increase net profit margin and positive cash flow. All right, quick game. We're going to play a quick game. Come up yeah. with five laundromat names. So people watching, they're like, I don't have a laundromat. Oh, yeah. We didn't practice for this. So one that I'd like to see, Endless Laundromats. Endless Summer is one of my favorite. Anytime yeah. Laundromats. I love that. Some people have done that with mm-hmm. 24-7. You know, Lee's Laundromats, your name. Um, you got any, Lee? Uh, yeah, if you're on a, um, on a near a landmark, those are always cool. Like Cape Lookout Laundromat or, you know, OBX Laundromats. Uh, just locally. Easy, easy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's trying to get <laughs> somewhere <right>. south. <laughs> Florida, south OBX. Florida's laundromats. But really get creative yes. with it and just stick with it. Ask your wife about the yeah, brand, yeah. you know, if you're married and uh or ask your husband if yep. you're you're a woman. But uh and then take pride in your brand. You know, we take pride in our brand because yes. seven there's a story there, yeah. Years so ago, our grandma mm-hmm. um is you know, named our stores, the wash house yep. laundromats. We added kind of the laundromats to it, but, yeah. um, yeah, that's, that's just important to us. And it gives us pride because we're not doing this just, just for, us. you know, this is, we want to carry on that, that legacy that they started. Mm-hmm. And, uh, for you, you may just be starting that or, or continuing to build that. Um, but make that brand, take pride in it, you know, take pride in your floors, take pride in your walls, take pride in your TVs. Yes. And when you do that, faithful with the small, he'll trust you with the great. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to be to 10, 20, 30, 100 locations, mm-hmm. but uh, <laughs> we got to we got to slowly grow. Yes. Um, yeah. And if there's anything you don't take pride in, assess it. Say, okay, why would I not want this publicized or known? How do I fix it? I think that's an important thing too. Um, we always talk about people's strengths and system weaknesses. So if there's something that isn't quite right in, in your store's operations, whether it's just the look of something or even your brand name, you're like, oh, I just got stuck with that because uh, Joe's Coin Laundry is what it was called when I bought it. You know, It's yeah, cheap. Just do it. And it's Change cheap it. and easy. These things are cheap and easy. Just take action. Go do it today. Change the time out. Call the sign company. They'll change it out. Uh, yep. You know, Let your customers know. Um, you know, one thing we did a few years ago was make we brand our bathrooms. So consistency in our bathrooms. We went, met with a designer. He met with us for yeah. an hour, and we we're like, "Got to, yeah. got to look." And we told him, "Do what you do, man." Yeah. And he did what he does, and all our bathrooms look like that now. We got yeah. this gray that goes up the walls and yeah. on one floor, and then we got mm-hmm. white on the other floors. But 
that consistency, we, we even want it to flow in, yep. the, in the restrooms. And if you want to see what our laundromats look like, sign up for the Williford Brothers Laundromat Boot Camp, and we'll show you our bathrooms. Absolutely. <laughs> you can do that on thewilfordbrothers.com. Yes. Yep. Um, but we'd love to meet you guys in person. We'd love to yeah. answer your questions in person. We can't mm-hmm. obviously get yeah, to Yeah, come hear questions. the stories. We're going to go through all that with uh, those attendees. Mm-hmm. We're going to go through the stores in actual laundromats. But, yep. yeah, also drop your questions in the comments, man. Some of these episodes are coming out of questions that we get. Please continue to do that. Instagram, Facebook, uh, you know, all of those different things. Just just if there's something you want to hear us talk about, uh, we want to consider diving into that Mm -hmm. Uh, we're here to serve you guys um follow us uh thank you for listening to our podcast uh our youtube channel all of those great things and uh we just appreciate you yes we hope this helps you out if it Mm -hmm. does please let us know means the world to us god bless you guys have a wonderful day take care